on holiday, there's nothing like doing nothing. As an Expedia member, you can save up to 30% when you add a hotel to your flight, so you can go out there with great ambition to do absolutely nothing for less. Expedia. Made to travel. Traded football for some fat gear, then got punched right in the face. Woke up with a baby, puke all over the place. But I keep the ground with T.K. This is the best I've ever felt. Started doing stand-up, there's a new hand I've been dealt. So right before this makeup on my face begins to melt, it's time to go below the belt. What's up, kids? It is Monday morning. Monday, Monday, Monday morning. Fresh off the plane from Tacoma, Washington. About an, you know what? It's about 25 miles out of Seattle. Here's the problem with uh, that area, the Pacific Northwest. Listen, I know LA gets a bad rap about traffic. You ain't never seen traffic till you get to fucking Seattle because they can't expand the roads and shit because they have to go over bodies of water all the goddamn time. And so many people are there, everything's congested. So it's two lane highway to get over the water. To go 20 miles uh, it, on Friday, it took us two hours. Different type of uh, traffic out there. It is a beastie. Beastie, beastie. Oh, and also the houses out there. This is interesting. So it's typically not that hot out there, but, you know, I don't know, global warming. Or it's just the summer. There's that, too. Most houses don't have AC. They just open the windows or I don't know what the hell they do. Bro, eh, no AC. It is toasty out there. I got zero sleep. I slept on a couch in my underoos. Because it was just too hot upstairs. And then this is fun. Uh, First of all, Tacoma, great show. Some of the best crowds are. I love it up there. Everything's all good. We're in the green room on, I think it was Thursday. Is it Thursday or Friday night? I think it's Thursday night. I forget. We're in the green room. And we're chilling. And we have a 7.30 show. 7 o'clock. We're all back there chilling. And my big-ass brother comes running in the green room. And he's like, run. This is a real story. He's all, run. The guy has a gun or a knife. And, you know, with the current climate, like, oh, shit, we got a mass shooter. So I'm like, I'm like, what? And David looks at the door. He's like, what? And everyone stands up. Jay's like, no, go, go. Get out. Get out. And so I'm in my head, I'm like, well, if it's a guy with a knife, let him in here. We're going to beat the shit out of this guy. It's going to be a pinata celebration. And Jay's like, no, he's crazy. He's on meth or something like, man, he has, he has something. So, and Jay's like huddling us all up like he's goddamn Captain America and pushing us out the, out the door. And so Justin's and uh, small Kyle, first of all, Kyle left all his camera gear. I, I feel like Chris DeStefano's guy, homeless pimp, would have got all this on video and took a knife to the neck for him. So I had to talk to Kyle. Kyle ditches the camera <laughs> and he's tiny, runs out with us, leaves all his camera equipment there. That's why I pay him to get all this on tape, but he, you know, he just panicked. He fucking panicked. So he runs and Justin's like at the door. He's like, I don't see him. And the guy comes bursting through and takes a beer bottle and fucking chucks it at Justin and it explodes on the wall and glass goes into Justin's head. What? And Justin's bleeding. I'm like, oh, this is real. So we're like trying to get out. But in the green room, there's only one door. It was door to the stage. I didn't know that. And the door, for whatever reason, was locked on the outside. 
So I'm like trying to turn my brother's like, unlock. And I got Chappelle's big ass in my ear going, let's go. You know, like, let's go. Like the cheerleader came out. He's like, I'm so scared. And I was like, what? And then finally, dude, and Eric Griffin always makes fun of me. He's like, why do you, why do you deadlift 600 pounds? Why do you bench 400, whatever, 25 pounds? This is why, bitch. I used all that strength and fucking shattered that door. Literally shattered the goddamn door. It was all wood. Just shattered the door. Here's the problem, though. All the fans are sitting there in the stands and we come busting through like goddamn elephants and they're like whoa i'm like don't worry it's either a guy with a gun or a knife but he's not coming this way and everyone's like what the fuck and then we're just it's you know david lucas Chappelle, my brother me cal looks like the kicker on the team so we're all walking through and some guy goes his girl goes damn i feel like we're about to watch a football game because just all big dudes walking down the aisle like a football game but the dude got arrested Dude got arrested. They dealt with that dude. So some random guy actually just tried to attack you guys. Yeah, man. Didn't make all that up for nothing, shit. <laughs> but what the hell? Just randomly. What do you mean? Yeah, I don't know. Just throwing a beer bottle. They're trying to get in and attack the oh boys. My God. You break into a green room with the knife and you see that this. What do you do? I didn't know what that meant, but now obviously. I don't <laughs> but no one picked up true story no. that happened. Got to read the caption. Still, it, just, it doesn't sound real, but it happened. Yeah, he got, he got, he got dealt with too. And then the cop said he didn't have a, a gun. It was like a Game of Thrones fucking sword thing. It was like a uh, a big piece of wood that he made basically like a shank. It was like <laughs> a big like spear. Oh, my God. I know. And he was in shape. Meth, you know, makes you pretty mm-hmm. shredded, which I was jealous of. But, yeah, he was, he was fucking in shape, too. But, yeah, shout out to Coma. Hell of, I crazy. think it's the meth out there, man. Just people be wiling. People be wiling, dude. People be wiling. Uh, some of the fights were great, man. Some of the fucking fights were pretty tasty this weekend. What I tell you about, uh, my boy, AJ McKee told you he was going to win it all. Me and big John called it, uh, the dark horse of that tournament. I, I thought he would get it done. I was figuring like third or fourth round. I didn't think it would take him, uh, under two minutes just to dispatch Patricio Pitbull in under two minutes is insane in his hometown. Los Angeles at the forum. He freaking got it done, man. I didn't see the fight live. I was uh, on stage when I came back. Um, I was texting with Nick Davis because he bet on the fight. And he's like, you want me to spoil it? I'm like, yeah, dude. I'm thinking, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm asking. And they sent me, I mean, literally, you can watch the whole, I mean, just sent me the two-minute clip. That head kick's what did him in. And then the, the submission was filthy, man. Won a million bucks. AJ, I know you watch the show. Do not buy a Porsche GT with your million bucks. Get with a business manager, dude. That's not the best investment. Yeah, AJ McKee, he's the man. He's face Bellator now. You take out Pitbull. That's the way it works. He's gonna be a tough character to beat, too, man. The thing that's tough with that is, you know, Pitbull's been, you know, the face of Bellator and reigning champ at, you know, forty-five. Or yeah, yeah, he's been their champ at forty-five and fifty-five, right? So he can still fight at fifty-five. the The problem here is. Uh, when the fight's this clear cut, I guess we'll run it back. But he has, you know, he's he's putting the work and he has the reputation where they should probably run it back if he wants. Or he just stops. Who knows? But AJ McKee is your next Bellator superstar. He's on food truck. Could have used a monster energy drink. I just think that's his person. He's just a chill dude. He's just easy rider. Easy rider AJ McKee, your world champion. Mil- million bucks richer. Doing the goddamn thing. Do not buy a car with that money, AJ. I know you're a gearhead. Do not buy a car, dude. Buy some property, my man. Do something with it. 
The UFC called that one too. Your boy Strickland got it done via decision. Not even really a fight. I, I saw one judge gave it to uh, one round of your eye, but it was just a clear cut landslide for Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland is a bad mama jamma. He's fucking good, man. He had that motorcycle accident since then. You know how when like Spider-Man got uh, bit by the spider? Maybe that was like Sean Strickland's thing. Like when he hit the the blacktop, maybe it gave him some superpowers. Because ever since then, he is fucking good, man. He's really, really good. And now he's now he's gonna be playing with the big boys. Now now it's top five or bust for that man. He's gonna be a problem too. He he has some interesting quotes. Oh yeah. On masturbation murder. Okay. He said, "As a dude, you got to get one or two jerks a day. Because if you don't, you're going to lose it. He said, you have to jack off at least twice a day. Once or twice a day. Wow, that's science. The science. <laughs> wow. And then he said, one of his dreams is to kill someone <laughs> during dude, a fight. Dude. Legally. Dude. I know. He's a crazy dude, man. I've been listening to him on different podcasts. Strong, strong trickling. Kill the guy. He's been a racist before. You know that? Uh, what kind Admitted, of racist? Just racist against black people and some other people. I guess the way he grew up, he just didn't know any better. And finally, as he grew up and, and met more up? people, where'd he grow I up? I forgot at? where he grew up. I think it's black people. It might just be uh, illegal immigrants or something like that, but mm -hmm. definitely he said he was admitted racist, but then he changed. Well, that's a plus. Listen, <laughs> uh, if you're the UFC marketing team, PR team, you're I like, know. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, American History X over there. Let's, uh, let's try to change the whole vibe of this going on. He's like, no, 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 I'm not going to say anything crazy. Listen, you got to jack off twice a day or you're going to murder somebody. Like, yeesh, that's what we're talking about. So let's pull off on that. He's like, all right, uh, should I go on when I was young and I was racist? Like, ah, let's, mm, no, you know what? Uh, what about the car wreck? Can we talk about the, the motorcycle accident? So this is, <laughs> these quotes are insane. I know. If you like to fucking hurt people, you're in the right sport, man. Stricken said with a big, <laughs> big smile. Uh, American Psycho here. Uh, I would love nothing more than to kill somebody in the ring. Nothing more. Got his sponsorship goes. <laughs> nothing more. It would make me super happy. <laughs> I, I would own that shit too. I don't know if it would make me liable, but I have to say, I'm sorry if the cops came, but I would own that shit. Own it. Be a psychopath. It's, it's fucking, fucking fun. fun. He's, he's a at least he's honest though. <laughs> this is dicey. Yeah. That's dicey. <laughs> I like that he's still, listen, at least he's not fake and he's, yeah. he's original. Um, you know, I don't condone any of it, but um, yeah, I mean, if that becomes your champ, the UFC's going to have some, you know, the PR mm -hmm. team's probably going to sit down with him and be like, hey, let's just not go over this stuff anymore. Yeah. He's a motherfucker, though, man. He's a good goddamn fighter. Um, I, some of his quotes going into the, the main of his first main event, too, how he's like, if someone goes, what do you tell people if they want to be a UFC fighter? He's like, don't do it. You make more money doing anything else, man. It took me forever not to be worried about my car payment. The UFC's like, all right, I dude. Know. <laughs> so the pay, murdering people, jacking off, racist, racism. check, check, check. He's a he's an entertaining guy, though. He's fun to watch. At least he's being his authentic self, no matter how crazy it is. Whew, that is heavy. <laughs> Here's a little video of him, too. He's such a trip, dude. That <laughs> guy's a genuine psychopath, yeah. and I kind of love it. It's kind of cool. Holy shnikes. Okay, yeah. that guy's intense.
Let's take a little break from the fight action because UFC 265 is here and we're doing a fight companion. Watch it with us and make bank, bro, with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. Heavyweight offer this weekend's fight with special odds boost for all the below the belt listeners and viewers. For fighters this week, my picks are Derek Lewis and Michael Chiesa. That's right. Two dogs. You want to make bank. That's why I picked these guys. Do I think Derek Lewis is going to win? God, I don't know. But if I want to make money and I want to help you guys boost the odds, this is why I picked Derek Lewis. It's a tough fucking fight for him, but he can get it done because he has power in those hands. I do think Michael Chiesa is going to get it done. That's why I picked both these guys. All right, so just head to the app now. Find Brendan Schaub's picks under the odds boost tab. doesn't matter if you're a new or existing customer. Bet on it, get your boosted odds, and ride along with your boy because I got Derek Lewis and Michael Chiesa to get it done. All new users, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code BTB. When you sign up, bet on my parlay of fighters, Derek Lewis and Michael Chiesa, to win Saturday night for UFC 265. Take advantage of the B-Shop odds boost. That's promo code BTB. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sporting betting partner of the UFC. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gamble problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia, 888-532-3500. Uh, the, rest, the rest of the card was good too, man. How about uh, the choo-choo tra- train good and just starching, homeboy? It didn't even look like that hard of a right hand, but goddamn, did he starch him. Then Cheyenne buys. Goddamn, that head cook was amazing. Uh, overall, good card. Our dude uh, Brian Barberina loss sucks. Solid card though. Definitely MVP of the weekend is. I mean, it has to be AJ McKee. Yeah, come on, for sure. Beating the pit bull like that in that fashion, get a finish, unreal. Bellator doesn't do performance bonuses, do they? I don't think so. There's a payoff. Uh, so AJ made 150 in a mil. Did Pitbull make a mil too? I think that's if he won. 250 a mil if he won. AJ makes 150 and a mil if he won. Yeah, all right. Not sure how that works. All right. Uh, this weekend you got big boy fights. Now that last weekend wasn't big boy fights, but whenever you got a UFC uh, pay per view and the main event is two heavyweights for interim title, it's a big one. And when there's a big fight, you can send out the bat signal because the Calabasas fight campaign crew is back. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, this Saturday, we will be doing our second Calabasas Fight Companion with myself, Josh Thompson, Bradley Martin, and special guest, TJ Dillashaw, straight off knee surgery. So he'll probably have to have his leg up, and he might be on painkillers. And when he makes those back all, it's even funner. So <laughs> let's see what happens with TJ and his knee surgery doing the Fight Companion. But that's this Saturday, main card only, 7 p.m. start time, live. We'll be streaming on YouTube and Twitch. First time on Twitch. And Bradley will be reading your comments. So we'll see how that goes. Card's pretty stacked. Even though a girl, Amanda Nunes, the GOAT, isn't on there, um, you still got a tasty card. So obviously you got Derek Lewis and Cyril Gahn is your main event. You got Jose Aldo, Pedro Munoz uh, as your co I thought Michael Chiesa and uh, Luque would be your co, but that's fine. That's a great fight. That the Chiesa and uh, Luque is my second favorite fight on that card. Might it, it's one A and one B. Derek Lewis, Cyril Gunn. 
Uh, it's a great fight. Um, Tisha Torres, Angela Hill. I actually think Angela Hill's going to get that done. Um, Bobby Green, uh, Fiziev. That's mm -hmm. a tough fight for Bobby Green. Yep. Uh, Alonzo Mendefield's always fun to watch. Jessica Pena's back. Solid card. Solid card. Really, really solid card for a pay-per-view. I'll tell you this. Um, for that main event, even though uh, the Cavs are going to see the the body of Cyril Ghan and be like, Jesus Christ, somebody's getting knocked out. Mm, there's only going to be a knockout if Derek Lewis uh, gets the victory here. This ha does have a potential to be a... A bit of a boring uh, main event, I got to be honest, because uh, Cyril Gaon, because he's so athletic and has the the footwork of a of a welterweight, he uh, he doesn't really get hit. He plays the game. So if it was a uh, you know if we're talking about like a straight fight, if this was in the parking lot and Cyril Gaon couldn't use his footwork and get around, Derek Lewis knocks his freaking brains out. But it but it's a sport. In, in a sport of mixed martial arts, Cyril Ghosn is going to be freaking tough to beat, man, including for Francis Ngannou. You know, what he did to Rosenstruck didn't even really get touched. And, you know, he's a power puncher. Um, he, he, again, he, he's not the most exciting heavyweight, but that, that doesn't matter. He, he's, he's, he's undefeated for a reason. Uh, his footwork keeps him out of, of harm's way. And if this fight does uh, not go to the judges, it will be because uh, I'd say Derek Lewis lands something uh, early, or maybe Derek Lewis throws caution in the wind and comes in and gets caught. Because Gon, even though he's a big guy, he does have some power. You know, he's not he's not like Francis and Derek Lewis, but he does have some power. So if Derek were were to get uh, desperate and and rush in, he's still a heavyweight. Gon could put him down, but I, I see Gon win this via decision. But with my DraftKings pick, I need you guys to make bank, dude. So I picked a bunch of underdogs, and we'll get to that when I do the read. So, again, do I think these guys are going to win? Probably not. But if you want to make bank, bro, you got to take the dogs. And that's what I do with my DraftKings picks for UFC 265, and we'll get to that. So, yeah, you know, I, I think uh, if you're the UFC, if uh, you ask Dana behind closed doors, if you're buddies with them, and you said, hey, who do you want to win? They're going to say Derek Lewis. You know, if he if he does end up with a knockout here, he's the most um, he has the most knockouts ever. So that's a pretty big feather in the cap of Derek Lewis. He does have a win over Francis already. I guess the fans lost that one, but um, he did beat Francis already. But you, dude, you, if he knocks out Gan, you could really build the hype between him and uh, Francis. And Francis didn't really want to fight Derek, but I think if uh, he's gonna have no fucking choice because it's an interim title. Which I know some people complain about. I don't. I don't mind them. I don't mind them at all. And Bisming made this case on. Uh, they broke it down on uh, BT Sport, the the British show they do out there, which is one of my favorite breakdowns. He goes, you know, guys get all up in arms about interim titles. He said when he, I think when he beat Luke Rockhold, he was on a movie set and his leg was like swollen from I don't know doing some shit. And uh, Dana was like, hey, we want you to fight. And he's like, I can't, dude. Look at my leg. And Dana's like, oh, damn. All right, get better. We're going to earn intern belt. And Bisming's like, cool. Because it just adds more eyeballs to when you do fight that contender because he has a belt. It adds more money for everybody. It just shows this guy's a belt. This guy's a belt. The casuals fucking love belts. You know, the casuals love belts. You give somebody a belt, like, holy shit, they freak out. So it's just going to add to whatever Francis does next. So he's going to have no choice but to fight the winner of Lewis versus Gone. So if you put your entertainment marketing hat on, you want Derek Lewis to win this fight. It's a tough fucking fight for him to win. 
But when you have the power of Derek Lewis, you can never count him out, and that's why I would bet on him. You can never count Derek Lewis out. Look what he did with Volkov, for God's sakes. Losing the fight and threw a Hail Mary at that with like a minute left and starched him. He just has that God-given power, man. He's a freak. But a uh, tough one because gone. we really haven't seen him get touched. He really hasn't been punched in the face. So we have no idea how he's going to react if Lewis does land a big shot. Easier said than done. That guy's footwork is stu- stupid. He's so goddamn good. If he becomes your champ, it, it could be a problem. I mean, a guy like John Jones, you know, at heavyweight might be able to uh, track him down and use it, utilize his wrestling and stuff like that um, and, and keep gone at bay. But outside that, man, I'm, I'm telling you, the guy's a fucking problem. Again, the problem is he's not the most entertaining. He's just the most athletic and technical fighter that they have on the roster. So these big heavy boys that just have the one-shot power, he, he's going to eat them alive. Eat them alive, meaning you're going to watch them do it for 25 minutes and win via decision. Is what it is. So you run somebody who can uh, uh, keep up with them athletically and uh, with the technique. But I don't see anybody yet except for John Jones. Coming event, Jose Aldo, Pedro Munoz. Fun fight. Little fact for you. You know, Pedro and Jose, when you think of Jose Aldo, you're like, God, he's been fighting since he was like 11. Him and Pedro are the same age. So when you find that out, and I, I'd say Jose obviously has the advantage in the stand-up game. Ground game, Jose's no slouch, but Pedro is a monster, known for his guillotine. Um, I don't see this going to the ground. Jose Aldo's, you know, takedown defense is second to none. He's goddamn near impossible to take down. That, that's his thing, right? And also, you know, I, I know Max Holloway did him dirty. He beat, uh, most of us think he beat Marlon Marais. Uh, the, Volka, the Volkanovsky fight, he's doing well until he got into the later rounds and got tired. So it's not like he's like this old, like, guy hanging around, you know, like via Diego Sanchez or BJ Penn. That guy's pretty fucking good, dude. He's really, really good. Uh, there's a reason why he's a slight favorite over Pedro Munoz, and they're the same age. Uh, favorite fight on the card, Michael Chiesa, Chiesa and Vicente Luque. Hell of a fight. Has fight of the night written all over it. Chiesa is actually the dog here. And again, if you want to make money betting, you got to bet on the dogs or you got to bet on the, the way the fight's going to end, you know, via knockout, the round, stuff like that. Those are your best odds. But uh, I like GS as the dog here. I know his striking is not as good as Luke's, but uh, Michael's going to be the bigger guy. If it does, I think he can control him. I think he can get him down. When he goes to the ground, uh, Kiesa has the advantage there. I think he gets it done. Uh, I'll say submission or decision, but I, as a dog, I think he gets it done. Angel Hill wins via decision. Rest of the card's all right. I think I get Alonzo Menfield in my uh, parlay for DraftKings. You never know with him. He looks like a fucking Greek god, but he, he's up or down. Uh, Bobby Green has a tough fight. Nobody wants to fight that Fizev. Nobody. Bobby Green was like, I'll do it. Tough fucking fight. His striking is filthy. Solid card, though, man. But yeah, one thing I promise you is probably more entertaining than that main event is the fight campaign this Saturday. How about that? Let's take another little break from talking about the fights. USC 265 is this weekend, and we will have a fight companion for it. 
watch it with me and the boys tj dillashaw all right and watch it and make bank with DraftKings sportsbook the official sports betting partner of the ufc has a knockout offer for this weekend's fights DraftKings is offering 100 to 1 odds on a punch being landed during either co-main events just pick any co-main event fighter you think will win and DraftKings sportsbook will give you 100 to 1 odds on a punch landing during the event of course, punch is going to land, all right? That's right. Bet $1 on any co-main event fighter. And if punch lands during either co-main event fight, you will cash $100 in free credits. So it's Jose Aldo and Pedro Munoz. Aldo's going to punch him right in the face. Make money. Uh, there's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than put your money where your mouth is. DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't worry. If MMA isn't for you, I don't know why you're watching the show, but DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on baseball, the Olympics, all right? Nobody's watching but you can watch and make money. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Don't miss out on all the action and the fight companion of USC 265 with DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings sportsbook app now. Use promo code BTB. When you sign up, turn $1 into $100 in free credits when you bet on any co-main event fighter. Again, that's Jose Otto or Pedro Munoz. To win, and when a punch is landed in either fight, you make bank. That's code BTB to turn $1 into 100 buckaroos and free credits. $100 in free credits. All right? Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, you got to be 21 and older, kids. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What do you got for me, Chen? Already. Those quotes by Strickland are insane. I know. I can't get over that. It's fantastic. <clears throat> so this is uh, Scott Coker at the press conference and saying that he would put AJ McKee up, uh, up against anyone at the UFC. Yeah. Sure. And I'm thinking, do you think that will ever happen? Never. Never, right? Never. Okay. Might as well ask, how, how would he do against Bruce Lee? <laughs> you know those stupid <laughs> questions people ask? Hey. Hey, man, how would Bruce... What? He's dead. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping since this whole boxing stuff celebrity stuff is starting to happen like they'll kn- there's more money in like huge events like that so i'm wishing one day that could happen like bellator versus ufc you've been around the game too long chin <laughs> come on i know that's the, he even said it that's not on the ufc's model they're not going to do it no, they would never do it yeah. it only benefits bellator. bellator for sure ufc's like no we're good dude kamar usman and colby covington are being targeted for ufc 268 and that card's looking pretty that's a mass square right guard i heard yeah. uh, nate diaz fighting on that card too really that's what that's the rumor yeah i i you know for Kamara Usman, you know, poor Leon Edwards, dude. But um, so it may, you know, the UFC, the Dana White and the UFC love that first fight against Kamara Usman, Kobe Covington. Um, so they're running this back, which you know it makes sense. There's there's a demand for it. Mm-hmm. My thing with this fight is, if you look at since they last fought, how much better has Kamara Usman got leaps and bounds? Mm-hmm. Kobe hasn't done anything. Hasn't done anything, and there's only one way you get better at fighting is by fighting. So, um, I I don't see it going like the last one. Even though Kamara still won that last one, I think he gets it done a little easier this time. Since you got with Trevor Whitman, man, he's putting it all together. His striking, look what he did to fucking Jorge, man. Yeah, it's insane. insane. All right, so on that same card, this is dope. They're verbally agreed. So Justin Gaethje and Michael Chandler. Ooh, that's a great fight. Hell yeah. Oh, I love that fight. Chandler Gagey, and there's some bad blood there. Sign me up. And this I found pretty interesting. Anthony Johnson, Anthony Rebel Johnson, and Vadim Nenkov for the title. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
Oh, those are and th- Corey those Anderson, are two Ryan great Bader. fights. Great fights. Mm-hmm. God for Rumble. Hey man, uh, I know you haven't fought in forever. Here's fucking Nemkov. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> Bader versus Corey Anderson. That's a great fight. So I wonder how this works though. So um, this is the heavy, light heavyweight Grand Prix, but if Rumble wins, he has to win the title, right? No, no. Title's not on the line. Mm. You have to win the whole thing, I think. So then, yeah. So then, if he wins, and let's say Corey wins, then it'd be Anthony versus Corey for the light heavyweight title. Mm. Those are two great fights. Definitely. Uh, this is also great. Douglas Lima, Michael Page, two for Bellator's return to London and SSC Arena. Dude, if you want that, to me, Michael uh, Page, Michael Venom Page, out of all the guys as far as markability, skill wise, you know, speaks well, looks good, has all the charisma in the world. If Michael Venom Page can get past Lima, dude, he is, he is Bellator's, is he? He's, he's their, he's their cash cow. Yeah. You just need him to win. You need him to win these big fights. I think he can get it done too. Always exciting. Yeah. Never born. Yeah. Unless he's fighting uh, Paul Daly. That was, that was, <laughs> that was freaking lame. That was, it's, that should have been one of the best fights ever. But, and yeah. Paul Daly said, no, I'm a grappler now. Yeah. All right. This is kind of a bummer. It's a great fight, but it's a bummer. So Walt Harris versus Tai Tuivasa. Why is it a bummer? Because Walt Harris, he just, he hasn't gotten a win. In a he had that crazy second. story. And then plus Ty's like just a knockout artist. It's, it's tough be a fight tough for one, your yeah. boy, uh, Walt Harris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two good dudes. Good for Ty, bad for Walt. Yeah. Bad news, your girl Tatiana Suarez. I know, dude. So she has a knee injury that actually requires surgery. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so it's going to be a, so she tore something. a hot minute. Yeah. Wow. So it was the neck, now it's the knee. Mm-hmm. That's such a shame. The Khabib of the females is... She's taking a little break. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. So I have an announcement. Not the best announcement, but an announcement that has to be made. Uh, I sustained a very bad knee injury, and now I need surgery. Um, can't believe it's my reality, but it is. And when they do a story on me, it's going to be the most kick-ass story out there. Because um, when I make my comeback, it's going to be amazing. And I can't wait for it. I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to remain positive. Um, I know that this is going to be hard. Injuries are always hard, mentally more than physically. Um, but I can do it. And with your support, um, it makes it a lot easier. Um, thank you so much for your support. And I can't wait to get back out there sooner rather than later. Thank you guys. Yeah, she's a badass. If if anybody can deal with it, it's that girl, Mm -hmm. you know? Her story before was insane, so God, wishing her a speedy recovery. For sure. Uh, you already mentioned this, but so Amanda Nunes has COVID, so her bout with Juliana Pena is going to be postponed. To you got that Delta virus? <laughs> I don't know if it's Delta. It's COVID. Unfortunately, shit happens. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. Here's a quick one. So Paradigm, which is Conor McGregor's agency, they're suing uh, Manny Pacquiao. What? Because... I guess, you know, they were in talks to fight Connor, right? Sure. And then he, right after that, he announced he's going to fight Spence. So okay. they're, they're trying to get that, sp- that fight stopped right now. Why? Because the they're losing out on money from the Connor fight not happening. Connor's team is? Yeah. But the problem is Connor ha- hasn't won a fight. So Maddie's team is like, no, we're going to fight him. But then he lost again, dude, mm. in a 10 8 round and broke his leg. 
I don't know what, le- well, no pun intended. I don't know what leg they have to stand on because all, or all the puns intended. I don't know what leg he has to stand on because you can't fight till mid next year and you haven't won a fight in five years. Seeing so you go to court, then like, what the fuck? Okay, so this was making headlines last week. Connor said this. Oof. Yeah, you saw this, right? Dude, I'm out. Yeah, okay. I'm out. You guys know I love Connor. Fuck, I'm out, man. So that's what Khabib said. He said, good always defeats evil. Very happy for Dustin Poirier. I hope you will get the uh, the belt by the end of the year. Then kind of put COVID is good and father is evil. Yeah, yeah that's... I mean, it's just literally the worst I've ever seen someone deal with a loss. Like, for reputation, too. Oof. He's... Ugh, man. It's just, it's just literally the worst way to handle mm. a loss. Yeah. You're referring to somebody's father who you who know away. was his rock, passed away from COVID. Mm. Man, I'm all about shit talking, but this is just sad. At this point, it's just sad. Seems desperate. Like, anytime someone goes that low... It's just like, yeah. dude, what do you, it's like super, it's like desperation. It's like he's lost. Yeah. This one I thought was cool. I didn't have no, I don't remember this happening, but this is John Jones. It's just a look back on 2017. And we talked about Daniel Cormier. A look back on 2017. I want to take this time to thank Daniel Cormier for being my biggest rival and motivator. Daniel Cormier, guys, he has absolutely no reason to hang his head. He has been a model champion, a model husband, a model, a model father, a teammate, leader, and I aspire to be a lot more like that man because he's an amazing human being. Unfortunately, we we're opponents, but outside of that, he is a true champion for the rest of his life. Congratulations, Sean. Pretty incredible, right? I do not remember that. I do. Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> I mean, you have to follow the sport. Uh, no, I mean, I don't remember him being that super nice about Cormier. That's pretty. That's pretty cool to look back on. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know this woman, but Holly Holm is returning to fight Norma Dumont. Okay. And that's UFC Fight Night, October sixteenth, and that's Norma Dumont's record. So she's beaten some good people. Yeah, she's beaten some really good people. Yeah, Felicia Spencer. She knocked out Megan Anderson. Oh, she lost to Megan Anderson. Oh, she got knocked yeah. out by Megan. Decision. Dis- uh so she beat uh, Ashley Evan Smith and then Felicia Spencer via split decision. Yeah, she's in, and she got knocked out by Megan Anderson. She's gonna have her hands full with yeah. Holly. Yeah. So that's a fight night, and this is in Russia, of course. Anytime <laughs> there's there's more than one guy in the ring, it's mm-hmm. Russian. So three people versus one, and it's they said in this article, it's like obviously we know what's gonna happen. <laughs> it's three versus. Is the one guy way bigger than the nah? Three? Not even that. Oh, it's just. Oh this! Oh wow! He definitely looks a little bit more built, but, but not still, way better. I, I figure it'd be like the fucking the hound versus three small squires. <laughs> oh my god! Do you know how fun that would be with your three boys? It'd be better if it's three versus three, though. I know. Or three, why did this guy sign up for three against one? <laughs> but are the three real shitty and the ones really good? I wish I knew more backstory to this, but I don't. <laughs> So this man. is insane. I mean, if you're that guy, I don't even know what you do. It's three Russians versus a fucking Irish guy. Obviously. <laughs> oh my god, dude, they're beating the shit out of this guy. One just goes. Here, here's the game plan. I take him down. You guys beat him. Yeah. <laughs> what a stupid sport. <laughs> I know. 
Uh, they do some crazy stuff over there. Wow. Yeah. That'd be fun as fuck with your boys. But yeah. oh, what's the point? Of course, they. That's. I mean, hey, dude, you just take them down there. We're going to beat the shit out of them. Riz- Poland. My bad. Poland, not Russia. Either way, crazy. Yeah. How, how that thing gets sanctioned, I have no clue. All right. So this is Sage Northcutt. Jack, Since you've been in li- Jack City. Jack City. But so he's, he's doing this bench. Okay. And it looks like a ton of weight, but let me know what you think of it. Uh, that's 405. 405. Which is insanely impressive because he is not big. But watch. Oh, what's that guy grab the bar like that? I know, right? Uh, let me see one more time. Mm-hmm. Why would the guy hold on the bar? It's just dead. He got it pretty easily too. His, his dad is just doesn't count. Kind of messes it up. Bar. Yeah, right? yeah, that's a shame. That's <laughs> fucking impressive though, man. Yeah, he's looking super thick now. Super juicy. Your boy named Marquart. Marquart. Oh, fuck. He has his uh, opponent announced now. Cora. Out of, out of all the pictures, Michael James Cora. <laughs> out of all the pictures, my boy Nate. That's the one you use. Uh The one where he looks like the yellow bastard. Okay, from Sin City. I mean, we all get older. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So that's his opponent. And okay. that's his record, 5-5. Five, five. He, yeah, he's about to get dealt with. Uh, this was crazy. I just saw this today. Conor McGregor signing on for a charity wheel bo- wheelchair boxing match on September 11th. <laughs> and it's the, that guy that does his impressions. Have you heard this guy's impressions of Conor? It's like insanely good. Yeah. <laughs> so they're both in wheelchairs and fighting? It sounds pretty crazy, but it's for charity. All right, this is Dan Hardy and John Wayne Parr talking to each other about potentially doing a Muay Thai bout. So that's John Wayne Parr talking to or mentioning Dan Hardy here. Dan Hardy is one of the good guys sport and look for a dance partner in the cage Muay Thai match. Since we are both older, it makes perfect sense that I welcomed him. Oh, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Cage Muay Thai stuff. Yeah, I love both of them. And then Dan Hardy is down for it too. Yeah, him versus John Wayne Parr would be fantastic. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah, both great strikers. And now that Dan's isn't with uh, UFC, UFC and stuff like that or BTS. I think he's still with BT. BT Sport. I don't think so. You don't see him. changed. Uh-uh. Mm. He, he, like, he's not on. So Bisbing replaced him on the BTS Sports stuff. Um, when they do the breakdowns, it's not Dan anymore. It's Bisbing. Interesting. I know. Well, this would be a fun match to watch. For yeah, sure. I'd watch that. I love both those guys. And then uh, your boy, Robin. Mo- <laughs> Who? Robin Black, I just so I saw this video of him, and then it's just his eye makeup. It's Dude, Robin texted me that he was in town, but it was the same when J- Big Josh and uh, Big John McCarthy was uh-huh. there, so I just couldn't get with him. But no, oh. it was he in town for this. He's now his he's makeup on of, like a fucking magician. What are we doing? <laughs> I just want you to see it. So now he's with Karate Combat, which is great. Um, here we go. Are they both in leather jackets? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Robin! Robin! Why is he dressed like this? Why is his makeup like that? Keep going. No. <laughs> Robin! Dude, who did this to you? Who let you go crazy with the. I'm just thrilled to be here, guys. Yeah. Dude, he looks like. It's just a little much, but. 
He looks like He's security awesome. for Chris Angel. <laughs> Why is he dressed like that? Oh man! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Why and what? How does the production crew not go? Hey man, the uh, the eyeliner's just too much. It's just like, a little. You much. have a little, but you you fucking look like a lead singer of fucking Led Zeppelin right now. We gotta we gotta t- touch it down. And what did they give out? Le- free leather jackets. You know what's funny? It looks like Dude. they're wearing all '80s st- style outfits. Maybe because it's a karate thing, which is an '80s night or something like that. You see him? Oh, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> this looks like a complete shit show. Oh, his makeup was just. Like, <laughs> Let me much. see it one more time. <laughs> maybe, maybe that, maybe that's the thing. It's like an eight throwback eighties. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's why. But still, that. But still, the. Uh, <laughs> the I, I mean, yeah. it's like very flock of seagull. Alrighty, um, this is more of a little fun one, but real quick, Chad Mendez says he's going to be on Joe Rogan's podcast, and I'm guessing I heard rumors that he says he's he's itching to come back, so he's probably going to announce that he's going to come back. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I love him. The animals he's been hunting and killing probably like thank God, mm-hmm. and the fish too. Give us a goddamn break, dude. Yeah, I love Chad Mendez. All right, so this dude, um, he just does like Bruce Buffer's type of thing. He does it pretty well too. So I'll play for you real quick. How do they not hire? How does somebody not hire him? People are like they're campaigning for him to actually do at least one show because he's really good in the UFC. <laughs> I don't know about the UFC, but we got to start somewhere. So he does it to a bunch of these different fighters. I like, guess he just shows oh, he up just and just ju- does it. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's this guy's great. <laughs> look, he's all random. He's all uh, look. Yeah, he's great. They need to give him a fucking yeah, job, dude. For sure. At least let him do one show. I mean, yeah. The, the UFC, you know, mm-hmm. the UFC's dicey, but he could start somewhere, somewhere and work his way there for sure. King of the cage. Because when it's not Bruce Buffer, then they use that Joe Martinez. Yeah. But he could definitely do, yeah, LFA, start mm-hmm. there, and then work his way up. Definitely has the talent. Definitely give him a shot. Yeah. He's really good at it. Here's a quick one, because you know Corey Sanhagen. I guess he proposed to his girl, and she said yes. And, and they did in the mountains. Are they in Tacoma? I don't know. I guess he loves doing that stuff, like hikes and stuff he's, like that. He's one with nature. He's mm-hmm. out there, and he lo- loves that fuck stuff. So congrats to him and his girl. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. He's such a nice kid. Um, Here's a quick one. It's just Leon Edwards giving his mom a car. He gave her a Mercedes? I can't tell. That's a Mercedes. Okay. Oh, that's dope. That's very man. sweet. God, what is that guy going to have to do to get a fucking title shot? <laughs> uh, I'll beat Nate Diaz. He does, but Nate lands one in the end. Like, all right, that wasn't good enough, dude. So then you give him something else. Poor guy, man. And then if, if Michael Chiesa 
pulls off a submission win, he's going to be next in line, dude. Yeah. And I fucking told you guys about two years ago that Kiesa is going to be your champ. Dark horse. Super dark horse. Love Island, dude. Fury, dude. Tommy Fury. Yeah. He's going to be on the Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley cart, and he's going to fight Bellator fighter named Anthony Pretty Boy. Taylor, I think his name is. Yeah, Anthony Taylor. Oh, there you go. He's on, uh, he's tiny though. 149. Dude, Fury's huge. He's, I'm pretty sure he boxes that light heavyweight. Wow. Or cruiserweight. He's not small. And this is on the 26th? 29th. 29th. That's a Sunday. That's right. Oh, we'll have a fight command for that too. Whoa. Yeah, we're going to do a fight campaign. Haven't announced the crew yet. We're doing a fight campaign on the 29th for Woodley, uh, Jake Paul. All right. I'm not working it. I'd rather do a fight campaign. <laughs> um, Gary showed me this earlier. Uh, Paulie Malinaji is supposed to fight someone named Corey B. Who's Corey B? He's a TikToker. Oh, he's the one that slapped Paulie? Yeah. This is Paulie Maladi bag. He's an ex-professional boxer. He's been calling me out on the radio for months now. Said I wasn't man enough to see him in public. Well... I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> well, saw him. I slapped the shit out of him. Oh, damn. Paul looks pissed. He wants his neck back. I got it. Yeah. That's kind of funny. And he's going to box Polly? That's what it says. Yeah. Dude, that guy's about to get fucked <laughs> up. Say what you want to get about Polly, but that motherfucker can box. He's a world champion, you idiot. That YouTuber's about to get fucked up, which I'm all here for. We'll see what happens. I choose violence. All right. Peter Jan and Russia, Henry Sudo, that's a motherfucking fight. Comeback fight. That'd be great. And then is Henry Sudo just going to whoop his ass in Russia and then leave again? Or is he going to stick around? I, I think that he would. Wow. He's just in it for the money. That's what he's yeah, he's just money plays now. Yeah. That's wow. He wants, to fight. he wants to box Ryan Garcia. That's a bad idea. I, I like the UFC stuff, the boxing Henry stop, um, especially Ryan Garcia. Don't do that ever. But. Um, yeah, Peter Jan in Russia. Now, that's if Peter Jan gets through Aljamain Sterling. That'd be if Peter Jan gets through TJ Dillashaw. So, Peter Jan has his hands full, man. That'd be phenomenal if Henry Sudo came back. What do you think about him first ball? Uh, tough fight for Henry. Mm. But if I mean, how can you can't count Henry Cejudo out? He's, the, you know, dull champ champ. Is that it, Chin? That's it. All right, kids, enjoy the fights this Saturday. But there will be a Calabasas Fight Companion with TJ Dillashaw, Josh Thompson, Bradley Martin, and myself. This Saturday starts at 7 p.m. Pacific, live on YouTube and streaming on Twitch as well. Can't wait for that one, kids. UFC 265 Fight Companion. Uh, as far as dates, we have uh, North Carolina, August 19th through the 21st. Then La Jolla, the comedy store, uh, La Jolla, uh, basically San Diego, right outside San Diego, La Jolla comedy store, it changed. So they haven't changed it yet, but it's going to be th uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm not doing Sunday because Sunday, that 29th, is the fight companion uh, for Jake Paul Woodley. So that Sunday show was changed to Thursday. So now it's going to be August 26th through the 28th. So that's uh, Friday, two show or one show Thursday, probably out of show. So two shows Thursday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. La Jolla, California Comedy Store. We coming. Uh, San Jose Improv, September 9th through the 11th. San Antonio, Texas, the big boy outside AT&T Arena where the Spurs play. My thick ass will be there with the crew. 
uh, biggest venue I've played. That is the Bud Light Event Center Courtyard in San Antonio, Texas, September 24th and 25th. One show on Friday, one show on Saturday. Shop and friends, the whole crew will be there. Get your tickets at FATKZ.com or ThickBoy.com. But next up is North Carolina, August 19th through the 21st. And then Fight Companion this Saturday. Tune in. Love you guys. Stay thick. Be nice to each other. See you around.